Welcome back to another set of AP World History Podcasts. Uh, this time we're going to be looking at Chapter 10 in Strayer, which is looking at the world of Christianity uh, back during what we might call the Middle Ages uh, or in the post-classical era. Uh, we're going to break this down into four parts. The first part here is going to be on Christianity in Asia and Africa, uh, where it's kind of rele relegated to a small status. Then we're going to look at the Byzantines. Then we're going to look at the Western uh, Europeans' view on Christianity and what they do with it. That'll include things like the include things like the Crusades, and then we're going to look at a kind of comparative perspective in the West and how they compared to the rest of the world and what and, and other time periods. So um, starting off here, we're going to try to go through this one quickly. It's going to be our shortest one of all these, and that is uh, Asia and Africa. So uh, in Asia, most all of Christianity, just starting it off, will disappear uh, with the spread of Islam. Um, after about 100 years, it's pretty much all gone except for in a few small pockets. Uh, the best example we can see of this, not of the small pockets, but of this spread, is the Holy Land goes from being a Christian city to a Muslim city uh, when they conquer it. And uh, they will replace, um, or not really replace, but on where the old Jewish temple was destroyed by the Romans, uh, they will build a new mosque known as the Al-Aqsa Mosque, or the Dome of the Rock. Um, and... Uh, it, it really shows kind of their dominance there. Uh, in Syria and Persia, they do allow Christians to worship, but they are a minority. Um, they are a, um, a minor class, or not a minor class, but uh, given a secondary status in society, just like uh, we've talked about with what Islam does to people of the book. Uh, they can keep worshiping what they want, but they have to pay a, uh, the jizya tax, and they're kind of a dimmy status of, um, they're, they're just not equal, and they're not going to be equal. Um, in some cases, they're allowed to br be brought into the government, like in Syria. Uh, they, they allowed people to, be, to, to join the government. They were allowed to build some new churches, but they couldn't go about um, spreading their faith. They couldn't go about proselytizing and getting people to convert. Uh, and also, their artwork was, was banned or, or really suppressed. Uh, but uh, it does allow the Nestorian church in that area to survive. And um, we do see them sometimes being allowed to go and do, try to do missionary work, at least early on, uh, do missionary work to China, but that doesn't really work out. The only time you really see it spread heavily after this point is, is during the Mongol, um, the, the reign of the Mongols. And uh, we see it spread a little bit, but it's still not significant. Uh, and that's because Taoism was already very heavy, well, Taoism, Confucianism, and those were already heavy in China as well as Buddhism spread there. And, and when you have one of the major, one of those five major religions we pointed out, it's very tough to convert people because they have a set doctrine and canon to follow and, and what to believe in. So um, they're kind of stuck there in that. Uh, in Africa, on the other hand, uh, if we look at it in Northern Africa, uh, it's it was primarily all Christian there. And then the Muslim conquests come and take out most of it, the exception being the uh, in Egypt, where you have the Coptic Church uh, surviving and thriving. Uh, but even though I say thriving in, in, in there, it doesn't mean that they were actually like the majority of the population. We're still talking about a, a minority in the population that was um, subjected to the dimmy status and the taxes and, and all that stuff. Um, they were treated better, though, under the Egyptians than they were under the Byzantines because the Coptic Church is a different branch of the church than the Byzantines. And so uh, with their Orthodox Church, so they were persecuted there. Now they're, they're not persecuted as, as much or less, even though it's another faith controlling things. Um, however, this is all going to change when the Crusades roll about and they're looked at as an enemy, as well as under the Mongols, as a thing to try to rally the people around. They, they persecute them and try to push them out. And so then at that point... Uh, it's like it's better to go with being a Muslim, and so they, they convert to Islam. 
Um, in Nubia, uh, they became a ha haven for um, Christianity. Um, they, there was a lot of missionaries that went down there from the Byzantines and from uh, the earlier Romans. Uh, but uh, they were able to be protected until about the 12 to 1300s. But by about 1500, um, they, they couldn't protect themselves anymore and, and from the Muslim expansion, and they get absorbed into that empire. Um, and so uh, those, yeah, that kind of culture dies. The only place we really see it survive in Africa uh, is going to be Ethiopia. And so uh, the reason why it survives in Ethiopia is just, it's primarily the landscape. It's a very, it, it's a steppe area. It's high and mountainous. You can defend yourselves pretty easily. And it's not an easy one to go in with, with horses and try to take people on. You're going to need a bigger, stronger army. And then pushing down to Africa, you're running out of your supply lines or you're running them really thin. And so the, the, the Muslim conquests just don't really reach down there too much. So um, they're able to stay protected. And um, there's also a link there, a, a long history link going all the way back to uh, the Jewish, uh, uh, the, the rise of the Jewish empires under the, the kings of, um, uh, well, primarily Solomon uh, had connections there with Bathsheba. And, um, and so there's a very strong link uh, with it. And um, they, they will continue the faith there, and we'll see that as being the only... Uh, major place in Africa where it's where it stays until we get into the more modern era with uh, the um, spread or not the spread but the imperialism that goes about from Europe where they go about conquering uh, Africa and they will incorporate them into and, and really try to get them to convert to the faith so that's Asia and Africa uh, for the most part and next uh, we'll be taking a look at the Byzantines